Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning. It is Friday, March 24th, 2023. Do Kwan is arrested. The SEC is giving warnings. And ARK Invest just keeps buying Coinbase. That's today in Web3. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? This is a podcast-only episode, and I want to just wrap out with you just a little bit because podcasting and YouTubing is different. I don't know if you know, but the podcast relaunched. You know, I was doing GM and the Crypt Daily for three years, over 800 shows, and, well, I'm starting over from scratch. And with that start over from scratch, I wanted to go into YouTube, something that I should have been doing for the past six years. If you guys don't know, I've been making content in the crypto space for about six or seven years. Started out with a show called Crypto 101, then moved to producing shows for other people in the crypto space. And then Decrypt called me and I was doing the Decrypt Daily slash GM for three years and 800 shows. One of these days, I'm going to tell you why I left Decrypt. I'll tell you the story. But by the time I probably tell the story, it's going to be water on the bridge. And I, So let's see if that ever comes out. You can always email me, Matthew at crypt.co, and uh, you know, it will hop on a phone call and I'll tell you the story. But I'm, I don't know if I'm going to go public with my reasons. So, with me leaving Decrypt, what I really want to do was start making YouTubes and shorts and so on and so forth. And so, what I found is to make a YouTube channel that is compelling and makes people stay focused and keep that, that, that app open and keep watching your videos is the pacing and everything has to be different than a podcast. Like, see, right now, we're wrapping out, we're talking. You want to know why? Because you put this on in your car, when you're traveling, when you're doing something, you have an earbud in your ear, and you're just listening to the show. But what I feel about YouTube is people just want to be, you know, to have their attention captured. So you're watching it, you get your shots of dopamine, you get your information, it's fast paced, you can go down to the next. And this is what YouTube and the algorithm wants. They want you to get in with information. They want you that information to keep people stuck around to that show for the whole time, and then spur you into another video. So they keep you on the app. And so what I've been doing is making the YouTube videos and taking the audio from the YouTube videos and making it into a podcast. And I hope that it's working for you in that format, that you're getting the information you want and the pace that you want 
I, I don't know if it actually works, so it could be both, but that's what I am doing. And so the only way that I can continue to make the show good for podcast form and YouTube is I get a lot of feedback from you guys. So please feel free to email me, Matthew, at todayinweb3.com. I just wanted to explain that to you because I don't know if you guys know that I have a YouTube as well, and I'm trying to, I guess, streamline my operations in the morning. I'll tell you my operations. Since this is a podcast, I, you probably wonder what's going on. You want to get into that daily news, but hey. So I get up at 6, and I start planning the show. From about 6 to 8, I'm planning the show, and then I get ready for the show. 8.30, my cameraman comes over, and he gets the shots ready for recording. We record from probably around, depending how much I have to redo takes and stutter and mess up and forget what I was going to say. That can go from 8.30 to 9.30. And then I get the edits. I, I load them into my Final Cut Pro. And I start editing the show. So editing the show takes around from 9.30 to 11.30. And then uploading it, I get it out by 12. Obviously, after I'm done editing, I upload the podcast first. So you get it right around 11.30, 11, 11.30. And then the YouTube comes out maybe around 12, 12.30 after it's uploaded and it renders and, and processes and so on and so forth. So it's about a six and a half hour day every morning to try to get this out for everybody. So, so again, I just wanted to take this time since I'm not making a video today. I am just uh, making a podcast to talk to you a little bit, to explain what's going on. And finally, I have one ask. Please, I am starting from the ground up again. We started at zero listeners. I think we're up to around two or 300 now. So I appreciate all of you guys who migrated over from GM or the Decrypt Daily to come listen to me every day here. Uh, please share this. Please like, subscribe. Please follow the YouTube as well. Please leave comments on Apple Podcasts in five-star ratings. It helps me promote it. It helps me get it out. It helps the algorithm say, hey, this show is pretty good. People are listening to it. Let me recommend it to other people. And again, it's a little daunting. It's hard. It's, I'm starting over from scratch again. And I just keep thinking back to if I just continued with one brand since 2017, where would I be now in terms of YouTube or revenue or brand or recognition and so on and so forth? But I keep starting over. And if you've been following me ever since, I 100% appreciate you and I thank you so much. But again, for me, it's daunting. And please help me out. Anyway, let's get into those headlines and I can stop rambling. Terra Form Labs co-founder, CEO, Do Kwan. He was reportedly arrested yesterday at an airport in Montenegro. And South Korean police confirmed it was Do Kwan after his fingerprints matched the official records. The arrest is almost a year later after the collapse of Terra Luna in May of 2022. South Korean authorities issued an arrest warrant for Do Kwan last September, months after his home was raided for part of a criminal probe into the collapse of the Terra ecosystem. Interpol then approved a red notice making him a wanted criminal worldwide. He has since been charged with fraud by U.S. prosecutors. The charges he faces in the U.S. District Court of Manhattan are securities fraud, wire fraud, and commodities fraud and conspiracy. Globally, investors of Terra USD and Luna lost an estimated $42 billion. One of my normal rants about all this is, yeah, Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, they both fail. We have a backstop from the United States government, but you know, FTX collapses, Celsius collapses, BlockFi collapses, Luna collapses, and nobody gives a shit. And I'm not too sure how I feel about that. I understand that you don't want systemic risk. I mean, you shouldn't have to open a bank account so you can write checks and pay employees and so on and so forth. And then the bank has poor risk management and then you lose your money. <laughs> That's not right. That is absolutely not right. Then again, the question is, is who can lose their money and who can't? Like why has tens of billions of dollars just flushed out of people's bank accounts and they lost all their money for these bad actors, but these banking bad actors 
the depositors get bailed out. And I'm not saying who should and who shouldn't. I don't even know if there's a right answer to this. It's just something I see that there's an inequality there, and I just don't know if there's a right answer, but it frustrates me. What do you think? Matthew at todayinweb3.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Speaking of alleged fraudsters that are allegedly on the run, Kyle Davies, the co-founder of bankrupt crypto hedge fund, Three Arrows Capital, has been ordered to answer a subpoena issued to him in January or be risking being held in contempt of court. United States bankruptcy judge Martin Glenn granted a motion to compel on March 22nd. A motion to compel is a legal request that the court will compel one party to provide evidence to the other party that brought the motion. The judge noted that Davies can appear and contest the argument made by Three Arrows liquidators, or he can fail to appear, as he's done so far, and frankly, take his chances. On March 23rd, in sheer fucking hubris, he appears to be posting on social media showing him in Bali. Now, where is Suju? Well, it looks as though he's posting on social media in Dubai. <laughs> I swear, man. And in even more hubris, they teamed up with CoinFlex to launch OPNX. It's a new marketplace to enable the buying and selling of claims in crypto firms' bankruptcy proceedings. Do you want to make a quick half a million dollars? Well, you can if you want to find some bugs in the new Ethereum blockchain upgrade known as Chappella. And the Ethereum Foundation has doubled their maximum bug bounty to, like I said, a half a million dollars. What is this upgrade? Well, it's referred to the Shanghai Capella upgrade, so Chappella, and it's scheduled for release on the mainnet on April 12th at block number 6,209,536. I know that you guys were had a pen ready for me to say that so you guys can track the block number. I doubt that, but that's okay. Its main feature is to enable validator staking withdrawals on the mainnet for the first time ever. So basically, people were staking their Ethereum ever since it was proof of work in the preparation to switch to proof of stake and their 32 ethereum has been just sitting there ever since and some people might want that that ethereum out so why are they doubling this bounty by the way well it's because of the abundance of caution just like they switched from proof of work to proof of stake they kept on pushing it back because they want to make sure they got everything right they want to make sure that everything is right with this no vulnerabilities this is precautionary but it's making sure and ensuring the security of the network I wouldn't be surprised if april 12th isn't the day they might actually just push that back again because they are usually very cautious we have a new all-time high for daily transaction fees for minting Bitcoin ordinals. The new high is 9.28 Bitcoin, or around $257,000. Since the launch of ordinals, over $3.3 million in fees has been paid to put images and text and video games on the Bitcoin blockchain. 
The new all-time high is attributed to the new Bitcoin apes on the Bitcoin blockchain. It's a variation of the popular board Ape Yacht Club NFT collection. Now it's going to be produced on the Bitcoin network. It's kind of like the same thing they did with Bitcoin punks and crypto punks. You know, crypto punks was on Ethereum. Bitcoin punks was on Bitcoin. And well, once you start making oldies but goodies on a new blockchain or on Bitcoin blockchain, people get excited. And excitement in the crypto space means money. The ARK Innovation ETF and the ARK Next Generation Internet ETF added around, let's just call it 270,000 Coinbase shares to its coffers, and that adds up to around $18 million. Basically, Kathy Woods and ARK Invest is BTFDing, as they always do with Coinbase. And why is Coinbase dipping anyway? Well, it's because the SEC issued a Wells notice to Coinbase over its staking service, Coinbase Earn, and its Coinbase Wallet guys don't know, a Wells Notice is a notice sent to a person or a company telling them that investigation by the SEC is complete and legal action will be underway. Meanwhile, the SEC has urged investors to exercise caution when investing in crypto asset securities. Coinbase's price closed yesterday down 14%, and that's after closing down 12% the previous day. And right now, pre-market at 8.54 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is down 3.17%. Speaking of prices, let's take a look at those crypto prices. And like I just said, the time is 8.54 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $28,000 even. Well, actually in 78 cents, but it's up 1.5% in 24. Ethereum's at $1,773, up about a percent in 24. Tether's number three. Binance is number four at 323, pretty much even from yesterday. And USDC is number five. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Dogecoin, Matic, and Solana. The total market cap is sitting at $1.168 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 46.3 and an F dominance of 18.6. And that was our show today. I hope everybody's enjoying this. Please, again, I can't beg you enough. Like, subscribe, share this, tweet it out, send it to people that want to learn about daily news in the Web3 space. We're trying to keep it just as concise and quick as possible to get people in and out with the basics so we can follow this industry. We will have another bull run. And while we're doing that, we need to be up to date of what's going on, the, the news, the background, the prices, the companies, the tech, the innovations, and so on and so forth. This is the way that you stay up to date and prepare for that $100,000 Bitcoin, which I know is coming. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions for the YouTube or the podcast, email me, Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, at todayinweb3.com. I will see you Monday. Until then, happy hodling, everyone.